When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome everyone again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim and welcome to today's, pod- to today's podcast, which is on Griselda Blanco, who was considered to be the godmother of the Colombian drug cartel back in the 1970s and 1980s, and who is responsible for the death of between uh, 50 and 200 people. So she was a pretty gruesome um, gang um, gangster, and we're going to talk about her career. But before we do, let me introduce the panel. Um, we're joined again for the second podcast with um, Casey. How are you doing, Casey? I'd love to say it's good to be here, but it's been rough so far. <laughs> yeah, it, it's probably not going to get much better, but we're glad you're here. And Casey, you um, this topic uh, you selected, so you're pretty excited, pumped about doing this podcast? Thrilled. Okay, good. Good. He's thrilled. He can barely sit in his seat. He look at him over there. He's jumping up and down. And as always... Uh, I'm joined by the very lovely, very talented, and very uh, gifted Brandy. Yay! How are you today, Brandy? I'm good, Tim. How are you? What exactly would those gifts be? Well, she has many talents. Because casting spells, and I guess that's a gift, I suppose. It's a talent. Yeah. Turning people into toads. Oh, my God. Well, as you can tell, um, let me introduce our final member of our panel. Uh, he, a man that really needs no introduction, a man of great, um, uh, well, he's just an all-around good guy. Well, I'd like to say great wealth, fame, and endowment, Timmy. What? I wouldn't say that. I was thinking <laughs> someone no, who... Nobody would, would ever say that. No. But uh, let me introduce the very honorable, very distinguished Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III. Affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman, how are you today, Colonel? Well, Timmy, I'm doing better than you are. You look like a you look like a crazed DJ over there. I'm a, I hit the head with a shovel. I'm a little disheveled. You you are disheveled. Um, you look like I don't know if you you have having are screwed a rough up day. or if your if your left ear sits two inches lower than your it's right. It's these one. headphones. I wish, yeah, mm-hmm. I need new headphones. I need a said. GoFundMe page so I can get new headphones. <laughs> Only take a select few. I will pick you yeah, up at the Summit Ollie's. Um, let me give a, qu- a few quick shout-outs. Um, I got to take, luckily, I got to take the week off because Casey was out working hard getting our sponsors this week. So I, I got to take a break from going out and schmoozing. Sales. And sell Casey's and, quite yeah. the salesperson. Casey is quite the schmoozer. Um, he came up with some good ones. So, um, Lady Beverly, we hope you're feeling well. She was a little bit under the weather. Um, so we we'll hope you're back on your feet. Um, Canute, as always, give that dog a kiss for me. And Celine, the reason I get your name wrong, Celine, is because... You're a hilljack. I have an ongoing feud with Celine Dion, okay? What? When she says, (laughs) my heart must go on, every day I hope her heart does not go on. The song from the Titanic, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of Celine Dion. I haven't. And what stations are you listening to? Yeah, because I haven't song. heard it since like 1997. Well, it's on know, his iPod. Because you don't have the satellite radio in your in your wife's car as she plays the crazy ass stations. I put on the all Bruce channel all the time, and then she changed. I get in the Bruce Hornsby and the range. Um, yeah, no, uh, Bruce uh, Jenner, the Bruce Jenner <laughs> channel. Um, 
Now, I, heard that, Jeff, I heard that yeah. switched over. It Caitlin, switched over, yeah. 101. They had a format change yeah. on that. <laughs> Slight. 105.5. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway. Um, a little higher pitch now. Yeah. But, Celine, I'm sorry that I keep getting your name wrong, but I do appreciate you being so uh, so involved and, and giving us ideas, giving us your opinions. And, oh, my God. And Can you get on with it already? Yes, yeah, Celine, thank you. Thank you, Lady Beaver. They're both very active. Wow, just cut you right off, didn't they? They're both yes, very this, active. This is what you deal with because they ain't got nothing intelligent to say, but as soon as I start Just cut talk, you right off. Yeah. But you have something intelligent to say because I wish you'd get to it. Well, he was he was giving a shout out. I don't know what you're doing over there. You cut him off too. Yeah, yeah. what like, are you hammering on about? And would, do you think you two could just beat not eat? And remember, these people are paying money. No, these sponsors are paying money Let's to be on our show. show. So could you not interrupt young Casey over here while he introduces? So and as I travel around, I travel. I travel. I'm worldwide. You are. I am worldwide. Yeah. So worldwide, Casey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I was in the the great state of Kentucky traveling around. I met some fine it's, people. It is a great state. I live there. Some fine people over in Moorhead, Kentucky. Um, Mr. Like, completes, like Mr. Completes Lawn Care Service. Uh, their motto is, nobody spreads their seed like we do. And they're in Moorhead, Kentucky. They're in Moorhead, Kentucky. Okay. And then and then near Bone, Big Bone Lick I State Park. I hate that Park. place. Big Bone Lick? Big Bone Lick. I hate that place, too. It's you'll find you'll, you'll find Richard's delivery service, and his packages always come on time. So if you ever need a big bone lick, yeah, right outside so, Big Bone Lick. Well, well, thank you. So there's some good sponsors for him. So How let's give them a good show. It is. Let's give them a good show. How far is Big Bone Lick from Moorhead? Not Too far, far for you. <laughs> it's not far at all, really. By the bus? By yeah. bus? Or by bus. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna drive? <laughs> I'm gonna actually. You'll get your steps in, Timmy. I want to eat well. I need 10000 a day. You might get it. Okay. So do we, uh, that's, our, that's our sponsors. Those are good sponsors. I'll give you $150 to wear those headphones outside. <laughs> okay. You know, we're not on Periscope here. You can't, people yeah. aren't going to be able to people see People don't know this. what the hell they're talking about. Oh I'll wear it. I, the other day I offered Chuck, the colonel, sorry, $20 to wear high heels in the parking lot. Of course, he. it was just like a Saturday night to him. He was all prancing around. And, he was kind of prancy. Yeah. Well, I was I You was felt pretty. Him. I know. I was you felt him. pretty. Pretty boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get on with Griselda Blanco, who, as I said, was the head of the, uh, one of the head, I guess, along with Pablo Escobar, like one of the most infamous um, leaders of the Colombian drug cartel in the 70s and early 80s and was responsible for the murder of up to 200 people. Um, and I think, Brandy, you want to start us off? You know what, you know what I find ironic about her? What do you find ironic about her? Well, and Brandy going to get into this, but her nickname was the Black Widow. Yeah. But her name was Griselda Blanco, which means white. So she was the white widow, That's really. amazing. That's an amazing Okay, get on with you. Get together. on with what you, what you got. I will say yeah. that, uh, of, uh, you know, there are beautiful women in Colombia. She is not one. Nick, that is true. Yeah, she was. How she, she got married three times. I, I mean, I, well, I don't know. She's good at her uh, job. I, I mean, she. And she was a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, she was prostitute. Who's paying for that? Which, Timmy, you got. Now, don't be bad mouthing prostitutes. I, I love prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. That's spectacular. Okay. Yes, Griselda. Okay, so she was known as Little Madrina, the Black Widow, the Cocaine Godmother, and the Queen of Narco Trafficking, and was a drug lord of the Medellin Cartel and a pioneer in the Miami. She was a pioneer. She came in in a covered wagon into Miami with a big, it was all full of cocaine. Right, pioneer in the... In the Miami-based cocaine drug trade and underworld during the 70s and early 80s. She was an important member of the Medellin cartel, but developed a bad rapport with the cartel when she had the niece of the, is it Ochoa? Ochoa family. Family yeah. of the Medellin cartel. Marta I mean, you don't something wanna, you don't Ochoa. Get we should uh, go ahead and just warn all your listeners, we are going to butcher a lot of these names. There's, there's some long names. So, so the niece of one of the Medellin cartel, Marta... Ochoa. 
Ochoa. Ochoa. Well, she's got a big long Rosetta middle name. Stone here. She was murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Rosetta Stone's looking <laughs> us up. That's right. Uh, she was murdered in order to not pay for a shipment of cocaine that was delivered by Marta. And it seems so, like a good deal. You pay get paid to do not to do something. Mm-hmm. They they killed the messenger. <laughs> they didn't kill the messenger. You're right. Get stitches <laughs> or britches. Blanco's plan was to say that she never received the shipment and that the young lady disappeared with it. And after the young woman's body was found in a rural South Florida road, it became open season on Griselda, and she was subsequently on the run. On the lamb. Griselda was on the so lamb. She's running she was from born the law. Her and Bruce Springsteen. Born to run. She was born in Cartagena. Columbia. I've been there. I know. It's badass. Badass city. Is it? Were yeah, when I... Old? No, when I was there, you, you couldn't go. You literally, you, tourists would be, hire uh, bodyguards to go outside the hotel. Nice. But not you. No, because I was too poor. I mean, this was have you great. seen that guy? Does he need a bodyguard? <laughs> have you seen I, him lately? Because he and I kind of blend right in with my mm-hmm. Hispaniol. Yes. <laughs> and your and your caramel-colored skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see how you, you're a chameleon. Uh, Latin lover. Yes. Uh, let's see. She was born on the country's north coast. She and her mother moved to Medellin when she was three. In the documentary film Cocaine Cowboys 2, I have, okay, hustling with the godmother, Blanco's formal, former lover, Charles Cosby. <laughs> uh, In relation to Bill? I think mm, her bangers. Bang. She did not know that Charles was her lover. But <laughs> right. He would give her a drink yeah, every yeah, night and they would become lovers. Right. right. <laughs> And she was recounted how Blanco, at age 11, allegedly kidnapped, tried to ransom, and eventually shot a child from an upscale flatland neighborhood near her own slum neighborhood. Beats delivering newspapers. What? Sure. Well, she didn't get the ransom, though. Griselda and some other kids decided to kidnap this 10-year-old boy from a wealthy family. Uh, The boy resisted, and Griselda shot him between the eyes. He was 10, she was 11. And that kind of started her career, so nothing like jumping in with both feet. By her preteen, she'd become a pickpocket, and at the age of 14, she ran away from her allegedly physically abusive mother. These people always got abusive mothers. I don't know. Well, that's a trend. I had an abusive mother. I don't turn out to be a serial killer. Your mother's dead. She's dead. Stop. Well, she's dead now, but now she's nice. Well, sure. (laughs) She had cancer. Bad cancer. Yeah. As opposed to the good cancer? Well, you get the testicular cancer. They just cut it right Your out. mom had testicular cancer? No, I said that's the good cancer. Well, she was old enough. You get the basal cells, carcinoma, or whatever. They just scrape that off. It's the wealth of You get knowledge. spine cancer. That's bad. Yeah. Not that's only bad. is he Rosetta Stone, he's WebMD. <laughs> he's Dr. Marcus You going to continue on telling us about this woman or what? Dr. Quinn. <laughs> Roselda. Uh, Griselda eventually uh, resorted to prostitution for a few years until she was 20. No, nothing wrong with that. I think that. that's why she got into drugs, because there's no way she made a lot of money in prostitution. No. Looking she's like, ugly, looking she, like she's that. She's not a pretty woman. No. And, you know, she's Colombians are hot, away. but she was not homely. one of them. She was very homely. We and, say homely. And, and should, should we... Now, Timmy, are you going to go through this whole show yeah. telling us how hot Colombians are? Yes. And do I have to tell our audience why you're going to tell us how hot Colombians are? You can if you want to. Timmy has a girl. Timmy's girlfriend lives alleged in... Alleged girlfriend. Uh, in, yeah, in she's alleged. cocaine country. No, and, no, no. They've um, cleaned that all up now. They have not cleaned it yeah, up. Yeah, well, It's obviously a long-distance relationship. Medellin yeah. is a very lovely city. It's, it's not Medellin. It's Medellin. But Timmy's girlfriend is from Colombia, and she's a lovely girl. Alleged and, uh, girlfriend. Alleged girlfriend. She is his girlfriend. Alleged. Um, Still allegedly. His esposa. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, so Timmy's oh, going to go so on and on about how beautiful the women are in Colombia. And they actually are. And, and Timmy, I have to say. Timmy's swarthy. For for a man of Timmy's looks and means, it's amazing <laughs> that he has that this way? girlfriend. But, he calls uh, me peculiar all the time. And I don't know what that, <laughs> I don't know what he means by that. Well, so, you mean so go ahead on. Uh, you I'm do sorry. have peculiarities. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. She married her first husband, Carlos Trujillo, and gave birth to three sons. Same time? Yes. Probably not, though. Dixon, Uber, and Osvaldo. And Uber. Uber eventually drove cars. 
he eventually started a famous cab company. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but she was openly bisexual, so she was getting it all over the place. So she wasn't um, She wasn't in the closet. She was out there. She was. She was out there well, and loving you know, every minute so of it. openly bisexual, do you think that, like, she was just, you could be walking past her and she was being and she bisexual at that time? Yeah. She wore a little sign. You think she wore a sign? She had a t-shirt? Uh, hi, my name is Griselda. I'm a she bisexual. She airbrush t-shirts made? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. She eventually had four sons, three of, three of whom were killed in Colombia after being deported following prison sentences in the United States. Uh, Blanco bore her youngest son, Michael, Michael Corleone, Corleone Blanco, never go against the family, Yeah. Uh, by her lover, Dario something or another, who left her in 1983. He returned to Colombia, kidnapped Michael when he and Griselda disagreed over who would take custody. So what did Griselda do? She got pissed. She paid to have him assassinated in Colombia, and then her son returned to her in Miami. According to the Miami New Times, um, Michael's father and older siblings were all killed before he they reached adulthood. He reached adulthood. Uh, his mother was in prison for most of his childhood and teenage years, and he was raised by his maternal grandmother and legal guardians. In 2012, her last living child, Michael Corleone Blanco, was under house arrest after a May arrest on two felony counts of cocaine trafficking and conspiracy to traffic in cocaine. She was known for her brutal tactics and never stepping down from a fight. When one of her sons was killed by a rival gang, this kind of this kind of makes me idolize her a little bit, but... When one of her sons was killed by a rival gang, Griselda was quoted as saying, To the cowards whoever killed my son, the the ground will shake beneath your feet. This deed will not go unpunished. I am the motherfucking godmother. I've heard you say that when somebody took a pack of cheese crackers out of here that you didn't know Well, because they're mine. I bought them. Why do you guys do that She was indicative, it sounded like. She was a little bit of a Although she was supposed to be very protective of her family and all her sons were killed. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be fiercely protective of a family, but well, all she can't be with them all the time. Well, yeah, she's not she's a, a too damn uh, helicopter parent. So, yeah, she's <laughs> showing up at the PTA. Not. So, Casey, tell us about tell us about her livelihood. Well, she was uh, she was an entrepreneur, really. Um, when she moved to Miami, she became one of the main figures in the drug trade down in the in Miami back in the seventies and eighties. Um, she even went so far as to create a line of underwear with secret pockets in it. I think they sell it at Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> I think that's well, where might. it came that's from. That's what the secret is. Yeah, yes. that's the secret. <laughs> that's the secret. There you um, go, maybe. And it what was, do you put in those pockets? Well, that, she put drugs in it. Oh. That's to, where the underwear bomber got his idea. From Griselda? Griselda. Well, Somebody. they must have been like granny panties if you're, sore, <laughs> if you're bringing in, you know, cocaine. Depends on how many paint. kilos, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So, uh, in the mid-70s, Blanco and her second husband, Alberto Bravara, moved to Queens, New York, and they established a sizable cocaine business there. Uh, In 1975, uh, she was indicted on federal drug conspiracy charges, along with 30 people in her gang. Uh, And at the time, that was the biggest cocaine. However, before she could be arrested, uh, she fled back to Colombia. Uh, but in the late '70s, returned to Miami. And yeah, how does that work? You get you got felony drug charges. Well, she was indicted, but she hadn't got arrested yet. Yeah, but I don't know how you get. I get you would never get back in the country probably today. Well, yeah. no, not today. Yeah, but it's yeah. the '70s. Yeah, everybody was. I don't know today. The borders are pretty loose. You get right in. Well, I'm not not talking about from Mexico. The colonel so. is wearing his Don Johnson attire today. Oh, yeah. His teal T-shirt with my, his white jacket. No, my teal T-shirt. His pen, my... penny loafers with no no socks. Mm, I have a shirt. And linen pants. Couple and linen pants, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in Miami, Blanco was involved in uh, much of the drug-related violence that went on in Miami during the 70s and 80s. Um, her distribution network for cocaine spanned throughout the United States and brought her in a reported $80 million per month in Boom, revenue. Yeah. Pretty good deal. <laughs> probably, not bad work if you can get it. Probably got more money off the drugs than the prostitution, I would think. 
I would, I would think so. Yeah. I would hope to get eighty million dollars out of prostitution. You know what was? That's some magic. That's some magic yeah. stuff. Down yeah, putting a lot of hours for that. What's interesting about this is is how completely unprepared the United States and and DEA and everybody else was. They were used to catching guys. If they caught a guy with ten pounds of marijuana, that was considered a big bust. Now all of a sudden, these boatloads of cocaine are coming in. Nancy Reagan was not prepared. No, I mean... Just say no. Just say no. But, I mean, they they were not prepared. That's why these people thrived, because the infrastructure to stop them was not in place. They had never seen anything like it. Yeah, the war on drugs came a little bit later. Yeah. So, in 1984, um, she killed her second husband... Alberto Bravara, probably had it coming, and, fel- had and it coming. fellow cocaine smuggler. Yeah. Um, the story goes is that she was convinced that Alberto was stealing from him. He probably from her. was. Um, Bastard. And he she met was. she met Alberto Alberto and you can his call him out. Alba- out. Big Albert, Al. Big Al. Now, can I interrupt here? Because this way it becomes interesting, case. Now this is this is where Griselda shows that she could she could run she could walk step. With for step with the devil here. Really? I'm not sure that's possible. I didn't think it was possible anyway, but listen to what she does here not there. Oh, I, I bet Brandy hasn't killed it to uh, the two hundred people, but you're still you know, still early in your career. Griselda comes up to Alberto and his and his bodyguards. Not just Alberto, but his bodyguards. Okay. In a parking lot, she only got a pistol. <laughs> and she carrying her pistol and her anger, Timmy. That's what she carries. That's all she has. That's a dangerous woman. all we ever have. So they start to argue, and Griselda say, hell with this. She pull out the pistol. She shoots Alberto about four times. And she shoots her second husband. She takes the Uzi out of his waistband and then shoots the other six men in his entourage. (laughs) Why would you ever let your ex or your wife get a hold of your Uzi? (laughs) Well, he's dead in four o'clock at this point. (laughs) When she pulled a gun, <laughs> yeah. I, and, and normally you would advise against bringing a uh, handgun, to a, a handgun to a Uzi fight. Yeah, but he left his in his waistband just a hair too long. So she pulls it out and says, "Say hello to my little friend." <laughs> exactly. Yes, she did. What she did, she killed him and took his own gun and shot his bodyguards with. <laughs> Now, those are the six of the most piss-poor bodyguards well, you ever had yeah. in your life. Well, first of all, they've already failed because he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. You think they'd be running. For, she probably shot them all in the back, but she didn't care. She was, but, but uh, yeah, that's what she had, Timmy. She had a pistol and her anger, and and usually her anger would take out three bodyguards yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same way with Brandy over there. Well, that's what I mean. So that's where I think, you know. What is it? You don't want to see me angry? Doesn't the Hulk say that? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. Chicken. So uh, now, um, now this was a big deal for her because in her cocaine career, because she murdered not only her husband but one of her biggest competitors. So oh. she was taking out the competition. So this was like Good if, for her. if Kroger was married to IGA and right. Kroger just killed IGA. Right. It's like Burger yeah. King taking out McDonald's. Yeah, something like that. So yes, it's all it's all like that. Well, it was intensely competitive. The drug trade was, and, and her rivals made. A bunch of attempts to kill her, and she decided, you know what? I'm gonna head to I'm gonna head to California to Golden uh, State. I don't blame her. Go west, young lady. Go west. Yeah, and now nobody really knows. This is where it gets really funny too, because nobody knows how many murders this woman's responsible for. They credit her with somewhere between forty and two hundred and forty. Yeah, that's a wide range. Yeah. Yeah, and and when people ask me about the devil over here, I credit her some between fifteen and two hundred and fifteen. Yeah. So that's again. You got you, you got a little it's a ballpark. It's a ballpark. Yeah. Now of these, she was only ever charged with three, and 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 the mo- the worst of the three, the most brutal, the one that caught the most attention, um, was uh, there was a little boy, uh, Johnny Castro. Uh, no relation to Fidel, I don't believe. Oh, I don't know that for sure. Um, he was two years old. He was he was driving in a car with his father. Uh, was Jesus. he driving the car? No, he was in the car with his father. So Jesus, Jesus had the wheel. Because Jesus if she, he was driving, I'd have concerns. I believe it might be Jesus. I, it, it could be. I don't know. Jesus, Jesus matters not because uh, the car took a bunch of fire and the little boy was killed. Is this, um, was this Jesus a motorcycle? Was killed. Um, 
Um, well, this was, it doesn't say if this was, but it probably was. She, she, was she really, really loved the motorcycle assassin. And that's basically where you get that? two guys on the crotch rockets with high-powered weapons. Usually you get two guys on one, one motorcycle, one guy's driving, one guy's shooting. And, you know, in a car, when you're tailing people and whatnot, you tail people before. You know what it's like. Um, it's well, I've used minutes. the Segway assassins, but they, they didn't. It hasn't turned out as much. Well, yeah. As well. Well, you know, you like to you like to get up close and personal. Well, yeah. with I people, like to take Timmy. my time too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't rush things. But the no motorcycle reason. assassin is when you get the guys on the uh, uh, either the the uh, dirt. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Bikes mm-hmm. or the high-speed motorcycles because even the police can't catch, you know, you get a, you get a, a one of the Ninjas, the Kawasaki's, yeah, 650s, yeah. the police can't catch them. You know, in Thailand and Philippines, they, that's how they, they, they'll pull your, if you're wearing a backpack or women's have a purse or something, they'll drive mm-hmm. up on the sidewalk and grab it. And Great, yeah. Drive by. Now, in her time, she com- she continued to be involved in the Colombian drug trade, you know, even while she was here in the States. And, and there was a bunch of drive-by shootings that were motivated by, obviously, drugs, money, and power. See, why do you bring all that stress in your life? Because you've got, you've got the stress of always worrying about the police and the FBI, the uh, DEA. And now you got you're you're killing your competition, so you. Wait, here's what I don't really don't understand. And she's making eighty million a month. This is what I don't understand. And Pablo Escobar was the same way. These men and and Griselda, they have more money than they could ever spend in their lives. Right. And they just keep doing crazier and crazier stuff. Mo money, mo problems. Well, yeah, I got ninety nine problems, and money ain't one of them because I ain't got no money, but. but well, anyway, once you discovered on Dancing with the Stars, then you're going well, yeah, to feel that pressure. That's true. Now, the late 70s roll around, the detectives, they, they've linked her to dozens of murders. And, and most notably, she was a suspect in a, in a drug rival shooting that took place inside a Miami liquor store. It was just a bloodbath. I mean, damn near everybody in the store. Now, it, this wasn't a big deal. It was a big deal because only one person got killed. Mm-hmm. But there were about 20 people in the liquor store, and damn near everybody got shot. You know, it, it took a took a bullet. So mm-hmm. it was, they called it a massacre, although, um, you know, it, it wasn't as bad as some of the stuff she did. And she you know what stayed, that reminds me of? What's that, Timmy? Nothing. Uh, no, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in Miami, right? Logan plays that game, and he just runs over... He, he likes to run over pedestrians for no reason. I like picking up prostitutes, um, banging them, and then beating them and taking my money back. Wow. And then running over with a car. Are we talking about the game or what oh, you Oh, the game. Yeah, the game. Vacation? I would not know. Okay. No, that's not my va- that's okay. not my itin- vacation itinerary, no. Okay. <laughs> so now we're jumping up to the 1980s, and that's back when me and Timmy had the mullets, and we was wearing our suits with our... I had punk hair. We had the linen. Oh, you had punk hair? Yeah, I had he the, did. I had a natural, natural curly mullet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and the ladies kind of loved the Colonel mullet back then, but, you know. They didn't. And, and Colonel, well, I've, 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 Colonel I've, thinking about bringing the mullet back. Oh, well, I think you should. Bring the sexy back. I think Colonel could bring mullet back. but uh, He almost did a couple times. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> now, here's where it gets interesting, too, because, you know, she picked up a couple names. Um, the Godmother, the Queen of Cocaine. And the other one was the Black Widow because she had a, had a weird sense of killing her husbands. Um, most women want to do that, but they don't actually do that. Uh, but what I really like about this her. whole thing is the woman's last name was Blanco. Yeah, you what said that What does Blanco before? mean in Espanol? <laughs> Come on, Timmy, you know that Espanol. It, it means white, but you've explained that earlier. Why couldn't she be the white widow? <laughs> Why she got to be the black widow? You're just not going to let that go, are you? It just bothers me. Her last name's... Her name's, I know it bothers of all the things you know in the what? world, it really should bother and you. I want. I just want to clear that this Blanco woman, which her name will be Gazelda White, White, mm-hmm. is in no way related to my dance partner Betty White. You would. You would. Be, you prefer if her name was Negra, which I, is black. Well, is she gonna be the Black Widow? If her last name was was uh, Betty? Okay. So okay, any, okay I'll, I'll let that one go. Rosetta. <laughs> So, blank, so her luck finally runs out. 1985, her luck runs out. And I don't know how her luck runs out, because if you've seen pictures of this woman, she wasn't a, a I know, woman. I know we've said that before, yeah. that she so, wasn't attractive. But I did see pictures of her when she was young. She looked good then. Yeah, she looked good. She she but she better. did too much of the cocaine, well, didn't she? You can't it's smoke bad up to do your own product. product. Well, yeah. Or she, she was had, making a lot of well, profit. Well, she was also tooting. Yeah. Prostituting. Yeah. Right. And she was getting beat by guys like you, probably. Me? But anyway, wow. run over by cars, whatnot. Um, anyways, and the line. Just stay out. Uh, run a Segway. So, February, let's jump ahead to February 1985. She gets arrested by DE agent, e agents in her home, and they hold her without bail. They have a trial in New York City, um, and it ends in a conviction. She's found guilty of drug conspiracy. She escaped the murder charges. Despite her, you know, links to all these murders mm-hmm. previously, she gets maximum sentence at the time, and this is before the the RICO. They really were pushing the RICO and everything. Now she would get life without parole, but then she got fifteen years. Um, Nineteen ninety four. She's a prison. She's a federal prison inmate. She's transported back to Miami because you know. Where will we put a drug dealing queen? Let's oh here's a good idea. Let's yeah. not Dade County. Let, let's take her out of the federal system in Kansas and move her to Miami. Right. Um, but she was she did get sent back to Miami on the three murder charges. She'd been named as a suspect in more than two hundred, but you know yeah, she, they, didn't have they decided to charge her for, right. with three. So in but in a, in a very strange turn of events here, the case got thrown out. Because the star witness in this case was a hitman for her, Rivi Ayala, mm-hmm. and he worked for Blanco. He'd become romantically involved in a sexual nature with a secretary in a Florida state attorney's office. See, that's what you do. If you ever get if you ever get charged with anything, Colonel, start banging the prosecutor's secretary. Well, the, the colonel has had to sleep his way out of many a jam. Uh, that's that's really my go-to. I, before I called the defense attorney, I said, look, I'm a reasonable man. Right. You're a reasonable woman. We can work this out. Unless they're really homely. Yeah. Well, you, know? you have to close your eyes really tight. Well, you do. You do. Yes, See, all of this I've, is I've, just I've, awesome. I've hit a couple double bagger, double bagger defenses is what I call them. But anyway. Double bag, double bagger DAs. Yeah. So they, uh, now this, now because the hitman boning the secretary. Right. They're a little bit worried about this. So the prosecutor just dropped There's a conflict of interest it. there. I would say, yeah. The the prosecutor dropped the whole thing. He I'm said, just happy we're this. using the word boning. Yeah, you know what? Why would you? I mean, I mean, this is not like this is a uh, misdemeanor or something. This is this lady's yeah. killed people. She's a drug kingpin. You know. Okay, we're just going to drop charges and you know. Yeah, and it like says that, and they think that really Ayala set this up. Well, sure. Um, to do it, and, and he was worried um, that he was going to have to get called to testify. And he wouldn't have testified, but just being called to testify, just having your name show up on the list to have to testify, 
Shit, that'll get you killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, those these people, so you he, know, he, they're like the. I mean, you know, they're they're really they they are the the Colombians became the the mafia on steroids is what they became. They you know they the mafia at some point you know back in the forties and fifties they had a code that you know okay only people involved would get killed. This only this. The Colombians escalated, as we see now. You know, the Mexicans have gone even further with it. They will kill a whole damn town. And, you uh, sound like more like Donald Trump every day. No, I mean, I'm just saying how I how understand. it's worked. And you know, so as the, far the, as the, it, the, it, it's, this is what you had to fear. Right. Those, those it, who are involved in the drug trade now have a they don't, they are more vicious than yeah. Them. When the when the mafia was doing it, you typically if you weren't involved and you weren't going to testify. You didn't have civil- anything to they worry about. Yeah, because they were worried Although, about the Although, you know, Gotti did. That wasn't all. No, Gotti. And it, cha- and it changed yeah. over over the course. Of, that's what I meant, or that's why I refer back to the 40s and 50s in yeah. their, their heyday. Because um, uh, even at this time, the mob in New York was getting away from that. Because they but, were getting in a drug trade as well. Yeah, and, and you have to understand that the, the Colombians are coming from a place of extreme poverty. Um and when you, you know, it's just kind of human nature. We could have a whole thing on that. But when you when you come from those areas of extreme poverty, human life has less value because you see death so often. Their women are um, so hot. <clears throat> they are they are beautiful women. Um, so anyway, she uh, she ends up pleading guilty. They and so the prosecutors they got her nailed to the wall. But now they screw up this case, so they recharge her again, and. Uh, she decides she ain't going to take a chance and she ain't going to roll the dice. She follows, follows, gets a deal with the prosecutors. She gets a 10-year sentence. So in June 2004, she gets serves her time, gets released from prison, deported back to Columbia. Now, one of the things that's alleged is that during her time in jail, <clears throat> she plotted this elaborate attempt at kidnapping JFK Jr., you know, John John, mm-hmm. John, John. in exchange for a release from prison. And it might have gone down. Who knows if this, you know, really if she could have done it. But um, Charlie Cosby um, and, and it Bill's, Bill's brother, they called him the Deep Sleeper. Um, or Bing Crosby. Huh? Maybe Bing Crosby's brother. No, this was Charlie Cosby. Okay. Um, he, he uh, but see, he wasn't as good as Bill because he slipped cocaine to the women. They'd be up all night. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he'd be like, oh, I ain't getting nowhere with this woman. Yeah. She'd just keep talking and talking and talking. See, that's why I would never want to take cocaine. I, I you know, you never want to give your wife cocaine to me. Well, I never give your my, wife I would never want to take it myself because you know I'm wired all the time. Could you imagine what the devil would be like on cocaine? Oh, she'd be hell. Oh, hell on Jesus, it's hurtful. Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. I just, I just thought of the apocalypse right there. But anyway, what she was going to do was she was thinking about kidnapping John John. Making a deal with prosecutors that, and because you got to remember that she's coming from Colombia, Timmy, and right. back then there were no lines. They did, or you know, with, with that group, that cartel, those people, they had no and, lines. Politicians weren't well, safe. Well, Policemen weren't safe. Right. The military was and, not well, safe. Well, and it was driven by. I love that it was driven by the Colombian Civil War that was going on. Yeah, and they used uh, kidnapping was common down there for. Uh, people working for oil companies, Americans and Western. Well, and you know, we got, we jump back to the mafia, but the original mafia back in Sicily—that's one of their biggest practices. That's how they got their power Picture and their money was Sicily, kidnapping. Nineteen forty-two. No, back before then. So anyway, she decided she was while she was in jail. She kept running the cocaine business, obviously, because one of her lieutenants, um, Dan. Was it Lieutenant Dan? It was Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan. Yeah. But <laughs> she Lieutenant continued Dan's got to run the cocaine business in jail. And by pressuring one of her lieutenants, the Miami the Miami Dade State's Attorney's Office gets a hold of one of her lieutenants. They get sufficient evidence to indict her for the murders, but the case collapsed and we got all that, right? Right. So they're so, just screwing up left and right. Yeah. So now... Because of technicalities, they release her from prison. Just get her the hell out of the country. Yeah. So 2004, they send her back to Columbia. And the last American sighting of her was in May of 2000, 2007. Okay, and she was mm-hmm. laying right 
below an ugly tree that had fallen upon her once more. What? And they were lifting it up. Oh, now you called the one girl fat and stupid. Don't tell me say give me any lip about calling her ugly. The woman was ugly. Yeah, so and anyway. I looked at I looked at Rose West. She wasn't that uh, oh, stupid. I mean, she wasn't that ugly. you got to make up your mind. She wasn't that ugly. I couldn't tell the difference between her and Fred. Well, she certainly wasn't attractive. But but we've seen the old, you know, we've seen the old Rose, you know, the one that was in transition to becoming a man. We didn't see the younger Rose. Well, but anyway, she was I, we, over we, we digress. 40. Yeah, we, uh, we do digress, but she was ugly. We, we've been doing some ugly women. Can we get some hot women on here to do? Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to do one shortly, yeah. Okay, so anyway. Really? We got September third coming Kinda. along, 2012. Griselda, she just she went got, walks down the butcher shop with a pregnant daughter-in-law in Medellin. And uh, Timmy, you've been to Medellin. I've been there twice this year. Yes, you it's have. A lovely city. Lovely city. Lovely women. The lovely there women. at least one love, love at least one lovely woman down there. Yes, it's a very nice uh, city. It's much safer now than it was back then. Oh, they Colombia is a different place now. Um, they still have cocaine just like everybody else does. But anyway, let's get back to the butcher shop. She in the butcher mm-hmm. shop. She telling them, I want two big succulent breasts. Is she telling them that? Yeah. and uh, That sounds like your order. And the butcher's like, well, I don't know if I can do that because yours is kind of old and saggy. Uh, what the hell I happened? Give you the when name did of we a take doctor. a left here? Yeah, we did take and, a left. Uh, I was like, so she's in the butcher shop buying some assorted meat. As, as, okay, is, as okay. one is want to do. Yeah, yeah as one is want to do. But but uh, a funny story, Timmy. Huh? No, it's not. Just, it's not. Just There's no funny one. story. I got to tell you this. So we we always got together for Renee's first time at cooking Thanksgiving dinner for just our family. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she decides that she ain't going to cook a whole turkey because there's only going to be about eight of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She looks, she's looking and she decides to cook a turkey breast. Okay. And uh, she's talking to the butcher. And. Uh, Did you get a hold of the baker? Hmm? Candlestick maker? Yeah. Any yeah. of those guys, were they there? There's no well, way you need a candlestick maker. You might need a butcher and a baker. Decor. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Makes the meal. Um, she looks at the butcher. Looks down at these, she's looking at the turkey, but she looks the butcher dead in the eye and says, do you think these breasts are big enough? <laughs> now, my poor wife, and, and, and if you, you met my wife. She's a lovely woman. She's a very lovely innocent. woman, and, and, I, and I will say this, the woman has been blessed when it comes to, you know, her figure. Yeah. So uh, the butcher, who had noticed her, I think, ample bosom as she walked in <laughs> um, could only look down at his feet and he was biting his lips a damn hard he almost bit through it trying not to laugh and he, he said he just looked up at me now by this time I, I'm just trying to bite my tongue because I have a million things to say <laughs> and I said dear I think those breasts are just the perfect size <laughs> and she looks at me kind of confused in the butcher then he just can't control himself and he <laughs> says I think I think those breasts will do just fine yeah so, so um, what did uh, Renee think about that Renee it took a it took a couple seconds for it to sink in what we was talking about and her face the poor woman her face turned beet red <laughs> but me and the good it was a good Thanksgiving and uh yeah two breasts and I did it when we said uh said grace mm-hmm. you know as all good Christians do when they have Thanksgiving yeah, dinner yeah the Christian you're a Christian uh I said grace and I said you know I would like to thank you Lord for these bountiful breasts you put before me and uh she was very unhappy about that <laughs> so anyway I, I do not now so so we're back to the butcher shop so yeah Griselda, she trying to get a succulent breast there, mm-hmm. and she with a pregnant daughter-in-law. And upon leaving the store, two motorcycles, ironically, two motorcycle assassins pulled up, and they shot her in her ugly face. Oh. Uh, yeah. So she was a victim of her own... own she was a victim of her own Frankenstein. She created Frankenstein, she and Frankenstein and came and shot her in the face. motorcycle assassin, and that's what they used to take her out. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what, that would be like 
Thomas Edison being electrocuted or something. Yeah, and, you know, she was 69, so she's probably going to die any day anyway. Oh, that's not that yeah. old. No, she'd been a prostitute and cocaine head all yeah, her life. She, she, she was had lucky, a, she had a hard lucky to make yeah. it to... Right. You know, I had a, I had, which, which, uh, which reminds me, I had a friend, a good friend, die this week. So I would like to give him a shout out. Okay. Um, his name was Bruce Bardis, and I, I, I used to argue politics with him on Facebook, uh, argue about the Reds with him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce was a, a very, very smart man. He was, he was, uh, I believe, seventy nine years old. Uh, went to sleep. He was in, 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 in. You know, you're a little you're a little sad to see somebody go, and then you're kind of torn because you think this was an extremely vital guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the vitality in this man up to his last day, he lived his whole. You know, he was he was still playing in orchestras. He played the French horn, and uh, he went to sleep, died in his sleep, and you think you know, 79 years old, and you you had great health, and but it got me to thinking how 79 is still. Is still young a little yeah, bit. It is. You know, it is. I mean, it's, it's young. Is, yeah, it is young. And it, and so it, it was like, he was like um, Kenny Rogers in The Gambler. He broke even in his sleep. Yeah, it turns yes, out he, he had a, it turns out that he had a, uh, and, you know, which everybody doesn't share on Facebook, it, but he had a, he had an underlying heart condition mm-hmm. that finally got well, the I'm best I'm sorry of to hear that, Colonel, but, you know, it's like everyone around you dies. Have you noticed that, Brandy? They, yeah. uh, well, you yeah, don't. Yeah, it's scary. Sometimes you, uh, don't want to, don't want to, you don't want to, uh, anger the colonel. So, so. Griselda, Griselda dies. Griselda she, dies. Yeah. Now, Griselda kind of, she died, but she lived on because the character, Tony Montana, in the uh, in the film uh, Scarface, mm-hmm. there was two things that were. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah, yeah, there were two things. First of all, the, the movie Scarface. If you've seen a, you know, in a, after a younger years, again, it looks like some. It looked like Paul Bunyan came to Columbia, found the biggest ugly tree he could find, and beat that woman over the top of the head with it for a half hour till he got tired, till he had to till Babe the Blue Ox oh he had goodness. to go sit down. Gracious. So the name Scarface, they got that from her. That's um, not true. <laughs> she lived a really, really flamboyant lifestyle, and Tony Montana and that. You know, first he get the woman, he got the power, then he get the money, and then he get the. We've seen Scarface. Well, yeah, seen, night. Okay. Yeah. Say hello to my um, friend. That's and, the only part Tim saw. <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, <laughs> on the, but it was a good part. Now on the part. flip side. She was a huge movie fan, and of course, she named her first son Michael Corleone after Michael Corleone and The Godfather. And, I, and I've told my boys time and time again, and, and listen, is this a, some good advice for you, too? Everything what you, do, you need to know in life, you can learn from The Godfather. What you need to throw in, though, my, my boys were on time, you just Timmy. just say that very my boys, my boys were My boys were ill, my twins. They were 12 years old, and I... Uh, I brought down The Godfather, mm-hmm. and I brought down a season worth of Andy Griffith, mm-hmm. Mayberry RFD. Oh, not Mayberry RFD. Or Andy, Andy Griffith. Griffith I'm sorry, Andy Griffith. But, but they were in the Mayberry. Yeah, but they were okay. in the Mayberry. And I said, you know what, boys? This is what you're going to do today. You're going to watch Kim all Barry, this. I just didn't like him. Because everything you need to know about life, you can learn from Andy Griffith and The Godfather. Everything you need to know about life. Yeah. So The uh, old Andy Griffith, not yeah. Ken Barry. Now there's a film currently called The Godfather, Godmother. It's in we production, and it's starring um, your mom, my former lover, uh, no, not, Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, Boy, yeah, she, does, she doesn't look like Griselda. Well, maybe she does now. Maybe just well, I dated Catherine back the in the wall. younger days. Maybe she hit the wall. Um, she no. Um, and I, I didn't you get. You got to be careful about. I her didn't get the throat you, cancer. You, know, you get the throat like cancer. A, like you mess the, with her. Yeah, I didn't like, get the throat cancer. She's like, uh, What's Michael Douglas? Yeah. He got the throat cancer. He did. Yeah. She's got that poison vagina. She got, <laughs> she got the HPV thing going on there. No, we don't know that. He got it from somebody. It may not been from her. That's his wife. That's his wife. She's uh, interesting. I'm sure know. he catted around a bit. Catherine Zeta-Jones is is very vocal about being uh, mentally ill, bipolar, and she's a spokesman for that. So that's right up your um, alley. 
Well, yeah, when right it comes up my alley. bipolar, and it's right up your alley. It's right up Tim's alley. Yeah, so I figured maybe you, you and her would work together. A she is bit. a little old for me, but you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that is the story of Griselda, children. And now here's what I'd like you to do, folks. Wake up. You get and your, find another podcast. <laughs> you get yourself on. Uh, you get yourself get on your get on your computer. It's easier to do on your computer than on on your phone. But if you have to do it on your phone, do it. Get now on you the get, iTunes. You get on the iTunes, okay? The Netflix. Um, Not the Netflix. Get on the iTunes. Hulu. You go to one of our shows, and when you see one of our shows, you hit that little icon, and the little tabs will come up on the right. It'll give the title of the show, and right below that, it's going to give some little tabs. And uh, it says reviews. And you can please, review us, and you can tell us what you show. think. Not this one. Yeah, pick out a good show. And you could, uh, but you can you. The reviews is just for the whole podcast. The so reviews not, for not the podcast a, as a whole. Yeah. Um. So if you could do that, and um, to Celine, we're doing two podcasts in in in, in two days. So we're trying to we're trying to keep you busy here. Um, the Colonel, maybe I'll do a long. Uh, I'll do my filibuster one for you. That this way, was, this keep one you wasn't busy it. for four. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> so okay. Anyway, so give us a review. That look uh, look up on Facebook. Find us it on the Facebook at the at the History yeah. We're on Twitter now. You can be a Twitter follower. We're, we're History History, history Dreams one, one, but I don't I don't do anything. With but it. we got a producer that really, really. I mean, if he you was have in, a producer who really wants to eat lunch, you know what? We if we up? had a produ- you know what my one regret is, Devil. We don't pay him. That we don't pay him, so we can't fire his uh, ass. That's my regret. That so, you don't pay me. That's one of so my. So find us, give us a review. We love to hear your feedback. Yes. And you people have a lovely day. All right. Any Say final goodbye. words, anyone? No, thank you, Casey. Thank you, Casey. Brandy. Casey, yeah. thank you for coming. Sir. Yeah, and we'll see you all. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.